Okay, so in the <clears throat> in the bipolar mood disorders, there's th really three diagnoses here to talk about: uh, bipolar one disorder, bipolar two disorder, and cyclothymic disorder. Now, um, uh, the differences in these have to do with what kinds of mood episodes are involved and how severe those mood episodes are, okay? So essentially, the most severe of these is bipolar 1 disorder. In bipolar 1 disorder, a person at times in their life experiences full major depressive episodes, the lowest of the low. They also, at other times in their life, experience full manic episodes, the highest of the high. So this is the most severe and it's the most extreme where the person, you know, at times is having the highest of highs and at times having the lowest of lows. Um, Got to remind you, though, the person is also going to have a lot of time in between where they're, um, you know, not experiencing those. Um, <clears throat> bipolar 2 disorder uh, is similar, except that the person's highs aren't as high. So they'll have times when they experience full major depressive episodes, the lowest of low, but their uh, episodes at the other end only go as high as hypomanic episodes, not into full manic episodes, right? Now, people with bipolar 2 disorder do seem to be at risk for later manic episodes, and so that's an important thing. But, um, but that also tells us that, um, you know, we need to do uh, treatment for a bipolar disorder rather than a depressive disorder, as I sort of alluded to before. The, um, the uh, third of the three uh, bipolar mood disorders is cyclothymic disorder. And essentially in cyclothymic disorder, a person's highs and lows both go outside of the normal range on that mood continuum. Their lows are lower than the normal range, but not as low as a full major depressive episode. Their highs are higher than normal range, so into a, manic, a hypomanic episode, but not to the full extent of a, a manic episode. But still, that means their highs are higher than normal and their lows are lower than normal. And that's, you know, going to affect functioning um, uh, at those extremes as well. Now, um, uh, to some extent, um, uh, people will usually call all of these together just bipolar disorder, right? And maybe the reason for that is uh, when it comes to treatment, the medications that would be used for these are going to be used the same way, right? Uh, so they are different patterns, but, um, but it may not always be important to distinguish between them, uh, at least for now, because the, um, the treatments are liable to be uh, pretty much the same, same kinds of medications. One thing that, um, that people sometimes get wrong about the bipolar mood disorders is bipolar mood disorders are sometimes described as extreme mood swings. And, I mean, technically that's accurate, right? The person is, is having extremes of mood and they're swinging from one to the other. But I think when some people hear or read that kind of description, they think it means moment-to-moment -moment swings in mood. Like, you know, you feel sad one minute and happy the next, and, uh, you know, angry the next and sad the next, and moment-to-moment -moment changes. But that's not what bipolar disorders are. These episodes last weeks or months at a time, often, again, with some uh, a period of normal mood and functioning in between. Uh, to, um, to illustrate that even more, uh, there is a um, subtype of bipolar disorders that's called rapid cycling pattern. So in rapid cycling bipolar 1 disorder, um, a person has four full episodes within a year. 
Yes, within a year. Uh, so, um, so that's what's considered rapid cycling. It's, um, uh, it's not that the person is having moment-to-moment -moment changes. So, you know, people sometimes misunderstand that about bipolar disorders. Um, let's see. Uh, I mentioned in a previous podcast about uh, problems with overdiagnosis of bipolar disorder, particularly in children and adolescents. Um, actually, I don't have my notes in front of me, but... Um, um, uh, but in the 1990s sometime, I believe, there was a child psychiatrist uh, who published an article in which she argued that, um, that yes, children and adolescents can have bipolar disorder, it just looks different than the symptoms look in adults. You see, prior to that, we never really considered, I don't think, um, uh, the possibility of bipolar disorders in children or adolescents. The hallmark of bipolar disorders is instability of mood, right, and fluctuation of mood. You have to sort of establish some sort of baseline in life before we can start to talk about, uh, you know, extreme variations. So back when I was in training, you know, 30 years ago or whatever, we wouldn't even consider somebody uh, that somebody under 18 or something like that would really have bipolar disorder. As I said later on, this child psychiatrist uh, argued that they really can have bipolar disorder. It just looks different. It's, um, you know, anger and irritability and uh, running away from home and stuff like that, right? So a lot of child psychiatrists uh, bought into that idea and started uh, using the diagnosis of bipolar disorder for a lot of kids and adolescents. And it happened a lot. Um, you know, when I was in private practice, and I'm an adult uh, clinical psychologist, uh, and so I don't, you know, treat kids, but I treat people who used to be kids. <laughs> and so I would get stories from uh, my adult patients where they would say, yeah, you know, when I was a teenager, I ran away from home and, you know, they found me and put me in a psych ward and called me bipolar. Um, <laughs> but, um, but I couldn't really find any real history of mania, right? But that's what was going on. They were essentially saying that, um, that any kind of poor judgment or irritability or anger in children or adolescents was that was bipolar disorder. Well, what happened was uh, some years went by and a lot of these kids and adolescents diagnosed with bipolar disorder grew up. And guess what? They don't have bipolar disorder. It, it's not um, uh, uh, that pattern of symptoms in adults, right? Um, and, um, and so even child psychiatrists had to go back and say, well, maybe something was wrong with that. But then they were left with, okay, well, what do we do with all these kids who we would have previously diagnosed this way? And so that's why the DSM has this diagnosis now of uh, disruptive mood dysregulation disorder. Unfortunately, my sense is that, um, uh, that child psychiatrists are still using the same kind of medications to treat those kids, and so the end result is not really much different. Uh, but, um, but at least they're not being um, uh, given the bipolar uh, diagnosis. Um. <clears throat>